0: Truth and Fire the Podcast is brought to you by Truthandfire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Welcome to another installment of Truth and Fire the Podcast, which picks up where Truth and Fire the blog leaves off. I'm your host, Verité Efeu, and you can find me at V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U on all social media platforms. On today's episode, I'll be discussing submission, what it looks like in marriage, while dating, at work, and in everyday life. I'll be joined by two very special guests to discuss all of this and more when we return. Welcome back. This is episode 12 of Truth and Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Verite et Feu, which simply means truth and fire en français. So submission is a topic that is hotly debated in many circles, especially when discussing relationships and unfortunately, even amongst professing Christians. In recent days, I found myself in various debates with egalitarians on Twitter who believe me to be lost, confused, or a full-on idiot because I desire to submit to God's call for wives to submit to their husbands. I'm also intrigued by this topic because though it's something I now fully understand, it was truly something I struggled with many years ago before I came to Christ. And I don't doubt that there are many women and men, even in Christ, who are still thrown by the concept. So to explore this topic biblically, I recently sat down with one of my church's elders and his wife, and we had a wonderful conversation about submission that not only covered submission in marriage, but also in all facets of life. So I pray you find this discussion rich and edifying. Let's get started. Welcome back. Um, I am here now with uh, my guest for today. As you guys know that um, today's episode, we will be discussing the topic of submission. Um, So I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. I will submit to my guests (laughs) and allow them to introduce themselves. So take it away, guys.
1: Hello, my name is Tyrell Samuels. Uh, I am an investigator by trade, but I also serve as one of the elders of Temple Hills Baptist Church in Temple Hills, Maryland i uh, just happy to be here on the podcast.
2: Yes, and my name is Marie Mart Samuels and I am Tyrell's wife and I'm a homemaker and a mother to three beautiful children.
0: Awesome. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for um, joining me today. Um, the reason that I asked you guys actually to be a part of this is because I actually think that, let, let's be clear guys, so I'm kind of old, right? So I don't feel old, but I am in reality. And one thing I do admire about um, Tyrell and Marie is that they are very mature um, and they offer very wise counsel. And I know that is the Lord. And so um, I feel like no matter what age someone is, if they um, are wise, it is it is wise to um, seek them for counsel. And I felt like they would be a great... Um, resource um, to share with you all regarding the topic of submission I see it displayed in my opinion um, from them every day and so I just wanted to share I guess I guess a few nuggets of wisdom with you guys from them so we're gonna take it away Um, so first question for you guys what is submission
1: yeah I can take that one Um... So a loaded question, um, I think at its uh, basic level, um, what we see in scripture, we see that word submit or submission, um, it's referring to uh, subjection. So usually the word subjection carries a more negative connotation, but that that's basically what it means. It means to place under or rank under something, essentially. Okay, Marie, do you have
2: anything? yeah sure um so I I you know uh when I think about the word submission I always think about the fact that it's not just this like hardcore obedience to this ruler over you but more so like a heart disposition and giving honor where honor is due
0: awesome thank you very much Mm -hmm. so um how does submission as God intended it differ from the way it's viewed by the world (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I think the world views this submission as something negative. Um, you know, uh, serving, doing the, you know, the worst job possible uh, that no one wants to do, you know, just like a lowly thing that no one wants to do or be. But um, in Christ, though, I think submission is. It's beautiful. It's imitating the Lord, and He has set an example for us as to what that looks like. And um, again, I, you know, I believe it's a hard disposition and understanding. You know, who we are in Christ and what He's called us to do.
1: Yeah, I would just only add. When you asked the question, it it just popped in my head. Um, you know, the way the world looks at submission, there's a sense in which. Uh, if you have to submit to someone or something, it's almost as if something's being taken away from you. Yeah. Whereas, um, the believer, um, considers submission, a, a privilege, a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to, uh, model Christ in many ways when we, uh, submit to someone or something, um, all over the new Testament, there are commands to submit to various authorities. And so, um, it, it's an act of worship for us um, it, it's something we we ought to delight in uh, we don't always <laughs> delight in it right but um yeah I think the world would, would definitely see it as this is this is a taking away of one's autonomy or rights or you know you talk about the 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 abortion thing you you, you might get into this later but um I mean think about what a mother uh, has to do right when she when a baby comes along, I mean, she, she has to, in a sense, lay down her life. Right. Um, and, and not many in the, uh, in the world want to do that. Right. Because that would be taking away something mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, you know, I'm also, I guess I should mention this. I'm originally, I was born in Haiti, I'm fully Haitian. My parents are Haitian. And I think about in Haiti, um, we actually have a system where, um, if you're wealthy enough, I guess you can actually hire people to come live with you and they're called servants and they do pretty much all the house chores um, and things like that. And most of the time, servants are mistreated and looked down upon because they're serving. So, I mean, I, I'm just thinking about like, you know, internationally or even, you know, I can like be more specific in Haiti. When you are a servant, it's something that's looked down upon. Like, it's just like it's almost like you find your worth And your ability to hire servants or to not be the servant. And so that's like that's that worldly mindset. But, you know, in Christ, he actually says, like, no, to serve is good. And, you know, being humble is good. And the first will be last. Like, it's just like Jesus came and just twisted everything upside down. Um, And so we find our worth not in what we do, but in who we are in in him. Um, And so it's a little easier it's, you know, again, by the spirit, we're able to do this. I don't, I don't think that, you know, it would be easy to serve and lay down my life unless I understood the gospel and like what Christ has done. And that my worth is not in the fact that of what I do per se, being a homemaker, but who I am in the Lord and the fact that this is an act of worship. Um, I, I serve my husband and I submit to him unto the Lord. Um, so, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, before you two were married, did anyone have any issues with the concept of submission?
2: (laughs) Sure. I think my understanding of submission was different. Um, I, I think it's almost like you think you can handle something until, you know, when you're given it and you're like, wow, this is really deep. Like, I really thought... I feel like the brothers that ask Jesus, let me sit at your right hand, you know, and then it's like, you do not even know, like you can't even handle this cup. Like, you know, so I felt like I was, I'm so sorry. I felt like I was excited and I couldn't wait to be married and like to be able to submit to a godly man who fears the Lord. Like this should be easy. He loves Jesus. I love Jesus. And why wouldn't I want to submit to that? Right. Not counting the fact that I'm actually a sinner. And it would require Warring with my own flesh Like I never thought Submitting to a God-fearing man Would be hard But it is I have to fight My own sin So yeah My understanding of submission And my understanding Of who I am As like A fallen human being I don't think that was In view at the time When I was When we were dating It was just, Yeah well, What do you think?
1: Yeah I don't I don't think I've Thought about that Too hard <laughs> As a Like a a child or a teenager, I, I know in my behavior, uh, I must've looked down on it because I didn't, uh, oh, I didn't right. respect my, my mom. I grew up with my mother and, um, I, as a guy, you know, I, I really kind of lorded over everybody in my home growing up. And so in that sense, I did not submit to my mother, even though she was my mother, and the, the scriptures command children to obey their parents and and honor them, but um, I thought I knew better than my mom, and I thought my way was better. And even though it would have been good for me to submit to my mother, even if you know maybe I was right about something or felt that I was even more mature in spiritual things, it would have been better for me to submit. To my mother, and, and have this heart, like when we talked about, of submission uh, towards my mom. So I must have, yeah. That when, when I when I got older, yeah, that that completely flipped. It's like, okay, well, I'm supposed, to, I owe my mother um, my submission or my respect just because of who she is, not because of what I know or what she's doing, right or wrong in the house.
0: Uh that's deep that's really deep a lot of kids could listen to this and benefit um so when we see in ephesians 5 where there's a call for submission we do see everyone knows this passage about wives submitting to their husbands right um and then you may have some egalitarians that are really really gonna like hang on to the part where submit one to another you know but um what does submission look like from the standpoint, like, why do the scriptures go to the point of actually saying, wives, submit unto your husbands? Like, why? Because there is nothing that says husbands submit unto your wives. Mm-hmm. But there is a there is scripture that says, you know, submit one to, an, you know, one unto another. Mm-hmm. But why do you guys think that it's there's that dynamic there?
2: Yeah, well, you know, as a wife, I'm called to follow my husband's lead <laughs> and he does not. I don't tell him what to do. I may counsel my husband or tell him what I think or pray with him and for him but um, he is the one that is in authority he is the head of our home so I mean it, it makes sense to me that it would tell wives to submit to their husband but when it comes to the whole submitting to one another um, again uh, uh, I think that has to do with you know the husband being living with his wife in an understanding way mm-hmm. um, and considering her
1: um, but I don't know if you want to. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess to answer your question, I mean, I guess I would go back to the to Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so w- why does it even say wives submit wow. to their husbands? <laughs> so, I, I think again on, on a basic level. So, so Adam was was created first, yeah. and, then, and then Eve was mm-hmm. created second. So again, you see in this definition of submission, there, there's a rank here, right? And so I think that's rooted in the creation account. Adam was created first and, and Eve was created second.
0: Yeah. I love it. It, it seems you know, pretty basic. Pretty but... basic, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and the thing isn't that you know, you have the people that get like really deep in them, like she came from his side and because he was supposed to protect her, he's under you know, but there may be a little bit of merit to that, you know, who knows? But I, mm-hmm. I think that was excellent answer thank you very much that was an excellent answer um as far as dating um and i'm, I'm, I'm sure my singles one thing I, I like to do when i talk to married couples is um get a little a few little nuggets that we could like take back to the single cave and go <laughs> and uh <laughs> and nibble on those things so <laughs> how does that, so we just talked about how you know, the wives submit unto the husbands, and, the, you know, the couples, mm-hmm. you know, submit unto one another. Would you guys say that submission is also necessary during the courting or dating stages? Why or why not?
1: Yeah, so good question. Um, so we, we have to define submission, right? So the submission is going to look differently depending on the context, right? So if, if you say, should uh, those in a courting or dating relationship, should the 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 girl, uh, submit to the guy she's dating as a wife should submit to a husband. I would say definitely not according to verse 22, wives submit to your husbands, because it says wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And, uh, if you look at, um, if you, uh, look at, uh, first Peter three, um, there's a couple other passages Colossians 318 I think we see a wife submitting to her husband as Lord it, it says um in first Peter 3 um Sarah called Abraham Lord that, that's the Greek word "kurios." I mean it's just it just means Lord like right so you it's okay for a wife to submit to her husband that way but she's not going to submit to her brothers in Christ, her brothers in Christ are not her her Lord in that sense. He can't just tell her what to do and she obey because that submission underneath that is obedience, right? And um, he he has no right to that. So I would caution against that. But um, yeah, as far as you know, other kinds of submission, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, if uh, Marie, you were uh, talking about. Um, just uh, actually, you had said something off, off air. Yeah. What you, you say was which...
2: Sure. So, yeah. So when we were dating, um, you know, like the scripture says, it says submit one to another as well. So I think, you know, there, there ought to be like some kind of balance there. I wouldn't say don't submit to one another if you're courting um, because I'll be really transparent. I wasn't always as modest um, or I, you know, I, I was a growing Christian, some of my wardrobe was, was a bit sensual. And so I was very grateful for Terrell's input and teaching me and, you know, being transparent and saying, hey, sister, like, this outfit is too revealing you shouldn't wear that and I was glad to submit well I wasn't at first but you know (laughs) eventually through the conviction of the Holy Spirit I did submit to that because he was pointing me back to scripture so I don't think there's anything wrong with that kind of submission in a relationship where someone points you to you know scripture and points out areas of sin because I think that's supposed to happen right when you're dating you're supposed to be sharpening each other um and going towards the lord so I think that's healthy and that's good um but uh you know I think us being a couple as well there's the submission I think it does look different because the way I submit to maybe a brother in church is not going to be the same as me submitting to a man I'm actually in a relationship with that I'm transparent with. Like I would not pour out my heart to a random brother in the church because in the sense that could be inappropriate, right? Mm-hmm. It may be stumbling, etc. But if I'm in a courting relationship where marriage is in view, I wouldn't say it's necessarily inappropriate for me to say what's going on in my heart. You know
1: mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, I, I totally
2: so, get that. Um, I, yeah. So I think, you know, yes, I submitted to him in our courtship. But it wasn't to the degree of, like, um, putting him above my father, if that makes sense. Um, So we, I know that we purposed purposed to honor my parents as much as we could Mm -hmm. um, to get their blessings and to make sure they're aware of, like, where we are with our relationship and things like that. So I don't think at any point that you, you know, kind of, like, took that place Mm -hmm. of, like, being over my father's opinion per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to like clarify, mm-hmm. you know, cause you were saying like, I submitted to you, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and- yeah, yeah. No, and I think what you said,
1: I think you, what you said about the father was, was key because yeah. I, I've, I've seen relationships where the, the, the dating relationships where the girl is, is submitting mm-hmm. uh, in, in like this husband wife context to this guy and like like they're they're not, not married yet to her
2: parents um and,
1: you know he, he, yeah. he's not even trying to get get married and, and like her allegiance and her loyalty yes. is to him and he's telling her what to do and, mm-hmm. and her life is changing and conforming to him and like he, he really doesn't have any rights like i, I really don't want to let guys off on this this right. point yeah. Like, yeah. like 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 you have no rights like like put a ring on it right uh, <laughs> actually commit to her and then you can. Have have this authority over her that the scriptures say a husband can have. Right. Keyword: husband. Right?
2: Yes, but, right. but this is <laughs> this yet- is kind of difficult though for like for people who have like unbelieving parents, right. you know. Yeah. So it's like this man is is a Christian. He's pointing you to Christ, mm-hmm. and I know with our situation, my parents weren't believers, and so it's like we were moving along based upon our convictions in accordance to the scriptures, but still trying to balance and honor them. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so
1: Yeah, there's gonna, I think there, that there's, accountability there's gonna be there's some, some nuanced so exceptions in situations right, like that. I think, there are but
2: yeah. There but, are times yeah. where you can't follow what your and earthly father yeah. says yeah. because it's well, not yeah, biblical. I mean all. it's kind
0: of similar mm-hmm. to maybe uh, it may be so slightly off topic, but it's kinda similar to how we are to submit or to the authorities of our of our government, but at the same mm-hmm. time we are submitted mm-hmm. unto God. So yeah. if our Amen. government is yeah. passing like some kind of crazy legislation. Mm-hmm. Then you know it goes back to what was it, it was in Acts? It was Acts two, I guess. What was I don't know. But in Acts, when they're like, "Would you suppose the Lord will have us submit to you?" I was just reading it this morning. Okay, so I Should yeah. remember. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess from I think it, that that nuance that you were talking about kind of goes there, where we know that in Romans thirteen, like we submit mm-hmm. to our government, but mm-hmm. then in Acts is like, "Will we submit to you over God?" So mm-hmm. if that entity, that person or entity, is now. Causing you to go away from what the Lord would command, mm-hmm. what would please yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, because at that point you're not technically submitting to the, your the guy that you're courting or the you know the person mm-hmm. you're courting right. or your parents. It's really unto the Lord. He mm-hmm. right. mentioned that the conviction that you got from what Tyrell was telling you was from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So he's telling you the truth, mm-hmm. and so you're ultimately submitting to the truth, the merit, and the, the merit of what he's saying mm-hmm. um, as opposed to. Um, obeying or doing what he said just because he said it if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. right um mm-hmm. even though i found myself um i guess when i was still maybe lukewarm i don't know what i was doing i don't i definitely wasn't where i am now in my faith um where i has people probably pick up on this i've always been pretty outspoken so i would get into these relationships and then the guy may say something like i want you to wear your hair like this and mm-hmm. i want you to you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do this and this and i would do it because i felt like well let me show him that i can submit because the that's mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. a lot of people wow. like i want to know that my wife wow. the girl i married can submit so i would mm-hmm. do these things <laughs> so you, Yeah, you... I would, but i would do those things but i would yeah. do them with resentment mm-hmm. in my heart because i'm yeah. like this isn't even like like you it's like something Mm -hmm. i think we know on a lot of levels that at least women i can't speak for all women but Mm -hmm. for me i think Mm -hmm. i knew like this ain't right something something about this ain't right but because i'm trying to be an honorable submissive woman let me just go ahead and wear my hair the way he wants me and that was just so
2: stupid but
1: and you you said something that that is so um key because Mm -hmm. so when we were dating right so it wasn't that I told Marie to do things and she would do it. I, I saw that she had a a servant heart. Mm-hmm. I saw ways in which she just wanted to serve me, but it wasn't like she just wanted to serve me. She, she served all her brothers in mm-hmm. Christ this way because we were we liked each other. Obviously, you know, I, I saw that it was more prominent, obviously, but. What? So so that whole like like he is so, flipping so, the
2: story so, so, It was so, the other way around. Right. Sure, it was both.
1: We were submitting to one another,
2: right but
1: um, but it wasn't. It wasn't like okay, I'm seeing Marie submit to me, and that's how I know I'm gonna marry a submissive woman. She shot it's, my shoes. Right? right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, it was. I, I saw her. I saw her being a submissive woman outside of our context, yes, outside of amen. our relationship. So, That's- so, you know, if, if you have sisters in your church, you know, mm-hmm. who you're eyeing or to the guys, you know, like look at her and look at her relationships with other people, mm-hmm. you know, look at her relationships with her parents, mm-hmm. look at her relationship with her elders and see if she's submissive to those authorities. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that that's how gonna, you know. That
0: was actually gonna be my next question. <laughs> sure. Like how do how does a guy know, or how does someone know like she would you know, submit or mm-hmm. whatever? And mm-hmm. it's like it's more so looking at how she handles the authorities under which she's she duly submitted mm-hmm. before marriage to see well, as opposed to her being submissive to you. Yeah, um, yeah. subservient to mm-hmm. you, I guess, because I think, like, again, you know, the hair thing and the mm-hmm. that was so stupid. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. Oh,
2: look, thank you, Jesus, for coming to get me because I was tripping. Okay, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I definitely say, though, like, I know pray, pray, pray. Like, God is good to his children, and well, he will not give us a rock if we ask for bread, right? I remember when we were dating, I would pray, I'm sorry, but I would pray for the Lord to pretty much cause situations to happen so that his character would be exposed um, and I watched out and prayed like is he teachable and I specifically would pray Lord please allow me to witness a situation where um, something chaotic is happening so I can watch him handle it and it really happened you like I journaled I did I did I was like I will not continue I will not and it was really hard you know guarding my heart um, during that season because I was just seeing all these things and I'm like, oh my goodness, I would love for him to ask me out. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, Lord, is his character true? You know, because everybody can show their good side, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, I need to pray for some trials. Like, I need to see, <laughs> like, Lord, please show me his character. Reveal to me the things that I need to be aware of about him, you know, so that if he were to ask me, hey, will you start a relationship with me, I would be able to, without a shadow of a doubt, say, yes, I've noticed X, Y, and Z in you, and I am willing to start that journey. That
0: is an interesting point you made. I think it's very wise. I wonder, did you guys do, uh, you know, and you don't have to answer this if it's TMI, but did you guys <laughs> do, do premarital counseling or anything like that?
1: We did, but I mean, it,
0: it... it was after we were engaged, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
0: Yes. <laughs> were we ever engaged <laughs> right. yeah there's a, in my old church and I'm not endorsing this at all because they're, they're my old church for a reason but they would the couples if they were thinking about marriage they would go to these like instead of premarital counseling classes it's like mm-hmm. a pre-engagement mm-hmm. I don't know if it was supposed to be that way but a lot of a lot of couples that were thinking about being engaged would go to these these classes, and then once they got through the classes, then they would get engaged. It was weird. I don't know. I have no. Yeah, but they, yeah. they didn't teach the gospel, so that's a whole other situation. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying that that the classes in, in themselves were necessarily wrong. I just felt like mm-hmm. it was an extra layer. Yeah, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, but the reason why I asked about that because Marie was saying that she was doing a lot of prayer about the Lord helping her see, um, you know, helping your character be revealed mm-hmm. to her. And usually when people go to premarital counseling, they start to talk about a lot of things that you may encounter in your marriage Mm -hmm. and what you guys, you know, if you're equipped to handle those
2: things. I was just Mm -hmm. wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the pastor who married us, um, once we felt convicted, like, wow, this is, you know, like we felt, we both felt like, you know, we got to a point in our relationship where we felt like if we don't marry, we're in sin. Like pretty much because it's like, it's clear as day that this is the man that I need to, be married to, and this glorifies the Lord. Like we're better together than apart as singles. And so it's like, for us, it was a matter of like submitting ourselves to the Lord by getting married. And so once we talk to the pastor, we're like, here are our convictions. Here's what we see. We see that we glorify God more when we're together. And so we want to move forward with marriage. Then he offered like, well, let's, you know, have some marital counseling and see, you know, before he married us, he wanted to do that. So we're really grateful that he did that.
0: Um, now tell me about now we spoke earlier and at this point i know that there was one take that we did that did it just it, it, it betrayed us so i may have asked this already in this clip but i don't remember so <laughs> uh we talked about i think marie when you talked about submission you were saying earlier that it's a posture of heart and so i was wondering i feel like you already answered my question but i'm gonna rephrase the question about the possibility of submitting to a spouse and resenting them for it like how do you still honor the Lord's call to submit mm-hmm. if you in your heart mm-hmm. do not feel mm-hmm. like submitting? That's a good question. Oh, my
2: goodness. Um, wow. Prayer? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had seasons like that in our marriage where um, I've had to pray and beg the Lord to help me to change my heart because in those times I'm not submitting to my husband because again like I cannot submit if I if my heart like it's it's more like this it's more like obedience but it's not like honor and true submission um yeah 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 I've had seasons like that um and they come and go and in those times it's just praying and even fasting if necessary so that the lord would give me That he would enable me by the power of the Holy Spirit to truly submit and surrender my will and follow Christ, you know, because that's what it is. It's not just obeying my husband, but it's when I'm not submitting to my husband, I'm really rejecting the Lord. I'm saying, Mm. Lord, I do not want to do this. I do not want to follow you right now, even though the Lord has placed his authority over me to say, do this. Cause, you know what I mean? It's unto the Lord, so it's so it's deeper. So when that happens, it's more like, Lord, I I'm rejecting you in this moment, and I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it becomes a deeper cry than just, Hey, help me to obey my husband.
0: I I was wondering, like reading the story about Abigail and. Nabal and the whole situation <laughs> with King David. Well, was he king then at the time? I can't remember. I don't think uh, he was. Was he? He wasn't. I don't know. But you know the whole the whole story mm-hmm. when you know, and and we know Nabal was a fool. You mm-hmm. know that's how the scriptures describe him. And, but Abigail is known to be a wise woman um, who still you know submitted to her foolish husband. This is no shame This is not saying anything. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. I just want to be clear. I, be clear. I don't want anybody to mistake what uh-huh. I'm saying. My my point in asking this is 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 that you spoke earlier about submission is not necessarily about what you do or about obedience per se. I mean, you're gonna do you're gonna whatever your posture part is, you're gonna that fruit is gonna bear itself. But mm. I guess what I'm asking is, I've always been confused about how she was considered to be a submissive wife, and she turned around and did something opposite of what her husband would have desired that she do, which is what, given food or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I was just wondering about that particular story and, and what you guys felt about um,
2: that first, in the case of submission. Um, sure, let's, first Samuel, let's turn. It's 1 Samuel 25. Yeah, okay. let's turn there. Um, I'm trying
0: to pull up the version I really want to see because... Mm. Okay. All right. So while you
1: guys take a look at it, I'm going to read. This is going to be. You you have. You ready? Well, so so I. One of you will have to refresh my my mind on this story. Um, I I don't, in all honesty, I don't remember the specifics, um, of the story. But I I'll I'll say this, um, while while you guys are looking up the the passage, Mm -hmm. um, so so every uh, every husband and wife, you know, couple, you know. Sometimes oh, yes. you're going to have you're going to have you're going to have wives that are, are like like really smarter <laughs> than their husbands. Right. They're going to have more insight on things. Um, they might even be more spiritually mature. Right. But but what is she called to do? She's still called to, to, to submit to her husband. Right. So, um, you know, it's kind of the where I talked about my mom, you know. There's this sense in which you you might think you're you're better than the person you are called to submit to, mm. and so mm. so how do you do that right? It, it's I mean Marie talked about I mean this is it's really your submission to God, right? Mm. So you know when we talk about submission, um, uh, another way to to define submission, we we see Christ um, in uh, Philippians two, I think it is, you know where he's. He's not counting himself, you know, as, you know, he, he's God, but he, he's he's condescending. He's coming down as a man. He's, he's submitting to death, you know, even death on a cross. And so um, even though we might have something, you know, whether it's our intellect or, you know, our spiritual maturity over someone, um what it looks like to biblically submit is to to count others better than ourselves, right? It's to place ourselves under mm-hmm. subjection. so it's a it's a posture of the heart. Um, and so that's that's what would um what all wives have to do in those kinds of situations. I think that's um, what we see. Abigail does, you know, mm-hmm. with this this foolish husband.
0: Right? I think that's a pretty good, I mean, without knowing all the specifics of the story, and I, I don't even know if it's necessarily necessary, but um, I think you hit the nail on the head regarding, like, what if you're in a situation where the person mm-hmm. is truly, that you're called to submit to is foolish or they make bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> That's been the struggle yep. for me as a single uh-huh. person. Like, he gotta have, he gotta make some good decisions and I'm out here in the, in these streets, not in the street streets, but I'm out here and, you know, you know, and, and if someone is interested and I'm looking at like, do you make good decisions? Um. So I'm kind of like, yeah. at this point it means, there's nobody, there's nobody.
1: <laughs> okay. Consider that, that Christ's submitted himself to wicked rulers and allowed them to put him on the cross. Yeah. I mean, he he allowed Judas to betray him. I mean, there's a verse that says he and where um, I I forget where it is. But, you know, when, when a wife submits to a man in that way, she's entrusting herself to a faithful savior. Right. She's entrusting herself to a sovereign God. Even though your husband makes foolish decisions, she can still submit to him because god is sovereign and that doesn't, is yeah is and, and, and that's not always you know she, she's she's gonna she's gonna um she's gonna give pushback in a respectful honor honorable way yeah. she's gonna say she's gonna um say hey did you consider this and and you know she's gonna be a a a counselor in a in a biblically submissive way you know she's not gonna just say okay well my husband's foolish i'm just gonna do all the foolish things he tells me to do but she is gonna trust her and trust herself to god right
0: yeah um, no that's an excellent point so she's not gonna necessarily do the foolish things he asked her to do and she's also not gonna act you know some, some people um behave out of spite mm-hmm, right so she's mm-hmm. not gonna behave spitefully either and it, mm-hmm, you, you made mm-hmm. me think about the, the the scene in the garden when jesus is being arrested and the whole situation mm-hmm. with um peter and he's cutting off ear yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is the same. And earlier, I think I said something about Acts two, guys. I looked it up as Acts four about the <laughs> obeyers. I'm like, what is this? I know it's an act, but anyway. So in the garden, um, I, and I hope I'm not conflating like two, two two stories, but there's a the scene when they're coming to arrest him, and you know, you know, here's Peter being Peter at the time, and he's taking out of his sword and he's cutting off ears and stuff. And the Lord is saying, "Do you do you think that I couldn't get right?" You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I had thought about that, and it's just like it goes to show you how much, of course, trust that Christ had, and mm-hmm. and in, in knowing who He. Who he really is? Yeah. Like you know, if I really wanted to get this handled, it could get handled. (laughs) But I don't have to do all that. Like it talks about, um, it's like a quiet comp. You know, in the world they Mm make use the term quiet confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's the person that's making all the noise that usually has the least Mm -hmm. confidence and things like that. But if you are as a submissive wife, for example, Mm -hmm. um, a pretty, you know, solid in your fine it's pretty solid in who you are in christ (laughs) if you're feeling pretty solid in who you are in christ you can you can do that there's a there's a there's a verse and i can't remember which book it's in it talks about the wife um uh oh gosh what did she do help me guys help me i can't think of it right now but her gentle and quiet spirit oh yeah Uh couldn't get it out (sighs) I got, that's why I need help with the gentle and quiet. I'm just kidding. Um, maybe that's why I can not remember. <laughs> but Lord help me. But my point is, um, she wins him with her gentle and quiet spirit. Yeah, so she's not right. making this fuss and, mm-hmm. you know, rioting mm-hmm. and protesting and all this other stuff. She's just yeah. like, okay. You yeah, know, it's in this Colossians 3. Is it Colossians 3? If this is what you got to do, then okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and pray. Mm-hmm. And then I like how the word um, also tells the husband that your prayers will not be answered if you are, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you're dealing mm-hmm. with your wife harshly and things like that. So yeah. there's some balance there. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I, I really, really like um, that you brought up Abigail and like, why was that counted as righteousness? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just look at this verse here. We're in First Samuel chapter 25 right Mm -hmm. um verse 33 like it kind of tells you (laughs) why it says blessed be your discretion and blessed be you who have kept me this day from blood guilt Mm -hmm. and from working salvation with my own hand for as surely as the lord the god of israel lives who has restrained me from hurting you unless you had hurried and Come to meet me. Truly, by morning there had not been left to nabal so much as one male, mm. um, and it goes on. But I, I, it's amazing. She, it just makes me think about like being a wife. Like it's truly, you are living for Jesus. Sure, the Lord has placed a man with an authority over you, but you're living for the Lord. And she, she is like this is like a foreshadow mm-hmm. of like Christ. Like she has risked her own life to protect her husband who is, you know i think he was got drunk later on and yeah that's right you know like she she laid down her life to protect her family Mm -hmm. and um you know like he says here if she had not done that like she would have been dead too (laughs) you know and so um i think you know she has pretty much shielded David from sinning against just, God. Yeah, I
0: was going to say she she protected him too. Right. So. She like, but
2: you know? Yeah. Oh, um yeah. and so praise God for her wisdom and, you know, and again, you know, this again goes back to like being a wife. It doesn't mean that you sit there and you don't use your head and you just clean and cook all day like you are a Christian and you serve the Lord, and if the Lord convicts you to do something for the benefit of your family, you are free in the Lord to obey the Lord. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So as long as, you know, praise the Lord. That's it. That's and it's cancer. just, it's just, yeah. I it And this story
0: it really helps. submit unto your husband as unto the Lord. As unto the Lord. Yeah. Like that's
2: the goal mm-hmm. here. The, yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. if it, this chapter here is so encouraging for wives who are married to unbelieving spouses, mm-hmm. you know, and how to like honor mm-hmm. and, and seek to give life, you know, like, jesus was a life giver right he he makes us born again through regeneration right and so as wives Mm -hmm. we get to do a picture of that by giving birth right we give life but there's also like being a life giver and the way that we Mm -hmm. serve our family and things like that and so anyway i think this chapter is is good for meditation if you are married to a um, unbelieving spouse, like it's so encouraging to see like your freedom in the Lord and how you can serve the Lord and still honor your spouse mm-hmm. without, and look at the the Lord delivered her, mm-hmm. not to call it that, that sounds really bad, but you know, her husband sadly did not repent, mm-hmm. but once in the morning when she spoke to him, it mm-hmm. says that, um, in verse, Uh, 37 in the morning when the wine had gone out of Nabal, his wife told him these things and his heart died within him Mm. and he became as a stone. And about 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died, Mm. you know? And so uh, we don't have to, you know, you don't have to seek to run away from your spouse. You don't have to destroy anything. Serve the Lord. Trust Him. He is faithful. You are His daughter. He cares about you more than you care about yourself. Like, seek to honor Him in all that you do, and He mm-hmm. will take care of you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I quoted, I said Colossians 3 earlier. It was, it was 1 Peter 3. And if you look, it kind of gets at, to what you're saying here, Marie, especially with a, an unbelieving spouse. It says in verse 1 and chapter 3, Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands. He's telling them to be submissive to your husbands, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that even if some do not obey the word, that they may be one without a word Mm -hmm. by the conduct Mm -hmm. of their wives. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And submission looks different in every relationship too. Like we don't know, you know, like there are things that are acceptable for another wife to do in her home that would not be okay for me to do with my husband. Mm -hmm. And so we also have to understand the dynamics of the of the relationship and whether or not. I mean, it doesn't seem like Nabel really cared as to whether or not she ran off and told David, "Hey, be care, you know, mm-hmm. have mercy." He seemed to be a more passive kind of man, and so, um, you know, submission looks different in different yeah. relationships.
0: Speaking of passive men, how do you? Su- I- hmm. Huh. Hmm. How do I want to phrase this? <laughs> because I have a problem because I always had a warped view of submission. I've always gone for alpha males. Those men mm-hmm. are dangerous, <laughs> okay? Um, not saying that... When I say dangerous, I don't necessarily mean they're going to beat you or anything like that necessarily. But what I'm saying is that there's they're just a, a really interesting dynamic mm-hmm. and so i just assumed that he had to be like this you know me man me woman kind of man mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. to be able to submit to him but then you have the what they would call a beta male who's just just kind of like eh, do whatever you want you know he may be mm-hmm. passive aggressive in the way that he deals with his you know you know being upset about things but he's just kind of it's passive so how mm-hmm. how does a wife Submit to a man who doesn't really have any feelings of not feelings, but just passive. So mm-hmm. it's like, what do you want to do? What are we doing? You know, how do you? How do you huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you? How do you submit to?
2: Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Serve the Lord. <laughs> Obey the Scriptures. You know. Yeah. Obey the Scriptures and serve the Lord. Like, yeah. You're free. You're freer than most, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just try to honor the Lord in your daily. But, you know, if he doesn't mm-hmm. care if the house is clean every day, then you're free to decide what you do. Yeah. I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say I would say,
1: yeah, you, you're going to need some wisdom because as the wife, you, you need to in a sense, create opportunities for him to lead. I mean, we we read um, uh, Sacred Marriage, I think it was, or maybe... Oh, maybe we
2: didn't finish that, but that was good. We didn't finish it, it but was so good. I don't know
1: if it was Gary it was Thomas good. or it was someone else. Maybe we heard... No, I think it's it was right actually... There. I think it was something we heard uh, on some, some Christian radio one time and she, they were giving a story about a, a husband and wife and the husband didn't take out the trash. He was just, you know, really passive about that and he didn't take out the trash and... and um, the wife used to kind of, you know, nag him about it, and th- that's not the right thing to do. But so, so how does she? What does she do in this situation? And I think the the counsel to her was to just do nothing,
0: <laughs> you know, just
1: allow the the trash to accumulate, right, and until you know, uh, Lord willing, he he does something about it. He mm-hmm. he actually finally leads. But I, yeah, so I think you have to be wise in in basically pushing him to lead. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, if, if he's not leading, if he's not doing that, if he's passive, because she, she's his wife, but she's also his sister in Christ. If she's mm-hmm. a Christian, she needs to to push him to godliness. Mm-hmm. She needs to push him to lead. That's you the know? whole point
0: it, of this
2: marriage thing. Because right. you'll
0: see a lot of women. Um, and I, I, could, I could admit that, you know, given the right, quote unquote, wrong opportunity, mm-hmm. I would be that person that would just... Um, Move out of the way. I got it. Move, 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 move. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, that brings yeah. re- resentment because now I'm doing right, everything. Right, right, right. And you're not, you're like doing your part or whatever. And then now there's even yeah. more like.
1: Amen. Yeah. So so don't do his don't job. Don't rob him of his sanctification. Do, do, do not do his job. <laughs> like like, like he, he's called to do that thing. Let him do it. If he doesn't do it, then then just let it not be done. But but push him. Yes, to, to godliness. But and there's a way to do that.
2: Right. I,
0: Go ahead. Okay, no, I was gonna say this <laughs> kind of ties into one of the questions I had about, you know, how submission ties into the culture now, like hmm. or lack there, you know, or lack thereof in our culture. How does that tie into things like what we see going on with female pastors, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hear a lot of women who support the concept of female pastors, which everybody, everybody knows me know knows that I do not, right? <laughs> but my whole thing is that their their main thing is like, what if there are no men? If the men was up mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, and yeah. I'm like, no, don't trust the Mm. lord well the lord you know god use whoever he wants i'm like and he Uh wants a male a qualified male and so he will provide that so give the let don't don't help god be god and don't take these men's roles away because i mean honestly if i have to go in and do something that you know it is i guess expected of my husband to do from the as far as the lord is concerned if i have to do it i'm going to respect him less Yeah, I'm going to respect them less. And so that will make it even harder for me to submit. Right. And so just looking at these female pastors, like just just I guess let me ask my question. Like, how do you guys feel that submission or lack thereof plays into our culture? And now we're dealing with with these these things with Mm -hmm. female pastors and things like that.
1: Yeah, so I think you're right. I think um, your your observation there is is spot on. Um, we see female pastors. Uh, we see women just uh, even like right now in our current day. We we see kind of this this call, and and I'm not. Uh, shunning this we see this call for for women to really study the bible and study the word and, and get a rich theology and and, and all that and that, and that's good i think i think women should know the word um they, they need to teach their children they need to they need to be counselors in their their husbands you know corner you know giving him the word so yes yes um i i amen all of that but then there, there's also this other side of it where, you know, we see, you know, women kind of stepping up. And, and you know, this uh, we, we see, you know, we, we obviously see lots of female pastors on the scene and, and a defense of this. Um, and, uh, yeah, you 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 talked about how we see that happening because of a lack of of men. Right. A lack of qualified men, you know um, men, uh, doing their call wrong. You know, we, we see a lot of abuse, you know, from men in the church. And so, um, we see, so when you talk about like female pastors, right. I mean, I, I think this is all rooted in, in, in feminism and I'll, I'll say that word. Um, I I think a lot of it is just our, our feminist culture.
0: culture.
1: Um, I think this all, goes back to the fall
0: i was just Um, gonna say that because i'm thinking about adam and
1: yeah there's a line
0: that it it popped up like you know how every time you read the scripture you see like a new detail like oh i never Mm -hmm. saw that before yeah yeah and it talks about where um adam had you know uh, well even eaten of the fruit and then it was like and she gave her husband who was with her yeah Mm -hmm. he was with her and everybody when they give the, the the account of adam and Eve, they make it seem like adam was like. Like off somewhere hunting or something, he had mm-hmm. no clue what was going on. Yeah. He came back and yeah. went, hey, "What did you do? Oh, an apple? Sure, you know." Mm-hmm. But he was like right there, so it kind of it, it. If I could give a if I could give a, a a preview of a future episode that is in the, in the works is you know the whole topic of abortion, mm-hmm. and I've been talking to men who. Um, getting the male perspective of abortion men who experienced it and just how men feel about the topic and one of the men I talked to uh, was was speaking about um, uh, his girlfriend at the time you know they they were he admitted they were in sin um, and Mm. his girlfriend at the time uh, they you know because they were not married they opted to get an abortion and um, he you know took her there you know he Mm -hmm. was just torn to pieces but he took her there because on one end he felt like that was something she wanted to do and he kind of bought into the mm. woman's right to choose wow. kind of thing yeah. and so at the same time she's looking like well maybe he doesn't really want children or want me or so she's so she's she's going through with it because she feels like ultimately it's something he really wants because he's paying mm-hmm. for it right and then he's going through with it because he's buying into the lie that it's a woman's sole right to choose kind of thing mm-hmm. and then so what ends up happening is you know they go through with the procedure he's on of course he's not in the room but doctors go through with yeah. the procedure and um, when he goes in, the nurse is telling uh, her that, you know, he's inconsolable. He is a wreck. He's wow. like crying. Yeah, and he yeah. goes in to see her and she looked at him and she said, I wanted you to burst in here and save us. Wow. And I was like.
1: <gasps> wow. wow. And so she was like, I that's, really. Yeah, that's
0: I, and, and he said for him, he just. Yeah. Like after that, he just like was crushed because he's looking like I let them right. down yeah and so i'm yeah. looking at a lot of you know as far as mm. men are concerned which is why i wanted to do that topic and you know i'll get to it when the yeah. episode airs but because it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot in the culture with the feminist movement and everything of course yes yeah. women are human beings we should be mm-hmm. treated fairly as human beings yeah, right but when it gets to the point where now you have to rob men of mm-hmm. the god-given authority that they have in the earth Mm-hmm. Um, to lead as they should, and then yeah. a lot of men buying into it as Adam did has mm-hmm. sat back and was yeah. like, "Right, oh, if you, you want to do, it's the it's same the thing. It's the same I mean, thing." I mean, your, your
1: story that you just gave the, the, the guy and the woman and the abortion—I mm-hmm. mean, that was Adam and Eve. That was mm-hmm. it was the same story, mm-hmm. and, and what you see in that story is a essentially it's a role re- reversal. reversal. Yeah. We see the guy in that story and, and, uh, you know, I'll pray for them after this. I mean, that's a heartbreaking story. Um, And and I feel and I can relate in a lot of ways, too. But, you know, what happened there and, and what did Adam do? Right. He he followed his wife. He submitted to her. So we're talking about submission. He submitted to her. In, in the in the wrong oh, he way. submitted to it's, her in the way you know she should a be wife, right she yeah. should, should be submitting to him mm-hmm. and that's the fault mm-hmm. right and
0: then she submitted <laughs> to her in error right like, like like the like you listen to your wife and you listen to her cuz he, you know mm-hmm. a godly wife can give her husband godly counsel mm-hmm. but yeah, everything has definitely. to be as Marie was saying earlier like everything has to go back to the lord Mm -hmm. and if the person is you're submitting to the person and they're leading you astray it's just like yeah and you know better like come Mm -hmm. on
1: i don't know and and and, and it's like like women Good women who who know who they are, they want men to lead. They, mm-hmm. they you know, it, like the, she sure. said. She, I was waiting for you to come in and say, "Wow, that's so powerful!" Yeah, because
0: said, he was like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And oh, and it's like, w- what is feminism, right? It's 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 women. Maybe it's women were oppressed, or it's women were were not led, and so they started leading themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because because men failed mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's a, a real problem, a genuine problem. Mm-hmm wrong solution. Right. Um, and
0: well said. Yeah. Well
1: said. And and so and so what do we need? We we need men to to be men and, and actually lead the way the, the Bible calls them to and um, yeah it goes back to the fall. Yeah. Um, back- to biblical manhood.
0: Mm-hmm. Who 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 somebody was it Paul Washer that had something on that?
1: Somebody well he's has- definitely spoken. I already. mean yeah, yeah. yeah. Baca, <laughs> yeah. everybody, yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it because I'm like, yes! But that's mm-hmm. part of the struggle I guess that I I have had as a single woman is mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm trying to be prudent. I'm not, when I say looking, I'm not like, you know, going down the street. Hmm? You know, mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm on alert but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. as people, as men approach me, I'm looking at like, can you lead? Yeah. Can you lead yeah. in a godly way? Mm-hmm. um and, and it's, a lot of times I'm getting a lot of, you know, nah, nah, nah. Mm. Mm. They're, they're not saying no, but they are saying, nah, nah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, our culture has, has built up, has raised men to say, well, whatever she wants, we can do things her way. And, oh, yeah, what did I'll, they
2: say? Happy wife, happy <laughs> life. Happy <laughs> life, happy yeah, life. Yeah, no, yeah. happy husband, happy life. That's how I feel about it. Oh. If my, if, <laughs> if, if I am following my husband's lead unto the Lord... Everything runs smooth. Yeah. Like, there's so many times in my life where mm-hmm. I did not do what my husband said and I paid for it. But do you feel like it's because uh, Tyrell is a believer, though? Do you feel like that
0: would go the same for a wife who's submitting to a an unbelieving husband and she's just well, following everything he does and he's in error? I, I think,
2: honestly, I think believer, or unbeliever, mm-hmm. honoring your husband is good. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, of course he's telling you to go sin against God. Mm-hmm. I think... It is rewarding either whether he's a believer or not.
0: Yeah, and I think I wonder if like the posture of your heart with the Lord, knowing that it is your intention to submit to your husband to for the sake of honoring the Lord, that the Lord offers the Lord is mm-hmm. I love how the Lord offers us graces, like mm-hmm. little small, like opportunities a for you to see that He sees you, that He mm-hmm. He's he heard your prayer and He's, you know, He's heard the the cry or the prayer of your heart. But that he gives you these opportunities so that you won't sin against him
1: mm-hmm. yeah can i can i say this one thing on that on that sure. point about just the wife who has the husband maybe he's foolish or, or whatever i mean th- think about and and these stories happen where Let's say, you know, you got a, a husband and a wife in another country and he says, hey, I want to go to this other country. I, I, I feel like this is a good thing for our family and we're, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a make something of myself and we're going to go. And the wife feels that this is a, a bad idea. She just thinks this, she, she's considered it and this is a bad idea. What does she do in that situation? He's not telling her to sin, right? If he's telling her to sin, she has a, a biblical reason to not submit to him in Mm -hmm. that area Mm -hmm. but this is not sin she 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 sees the danger Mm -hmm. she's probably right but he's saying let's go Mm -hmm. she she's not entrusting herself to him she's entrusting herself to the lord so she's gonna go she's gonna follow him mm -hmm. she's gonna submit to him Mm -hmm. and she's gonna trust the lord with Mm -hmm. whatever that may Mm -hmm, mean in the future Mm -hmm. Because if she's truly submitted to God, she knows that God has her best yes, interest at heart right. in spite of this foolishness. Right. right. Because right. he is
2: sovereign. Like one yeah, of the God main verses that keeps me in my marriage whenever I am tempted to not honor my husband is Proverbs twenty one, one. Mm-hmm. And it says, The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wills. Mm-hmm. So like when my husband wants to do something and I think this is a bad idea, whatever, like mm-hmm. At that point, I'm like, okay, Lord, help me. Mm -hmm. Help me honor, Mm -hmm. like, I am entrusting myself to you. Like, I know you're, you know, Mm -hmm. like, renewing my mind with the character of God and that he is able to change my husband's mind, Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. And just making sure that I am doing what I need to do as a believer. Like, I'm gonna follow my husband and trust Mm -hmm. the Lord to do what he needs to do in his heart. I can say, honey, what do you, you know, Mm -hmm. do you mind not doing that? If he's determined, I follow my husband. And I trust that the Lord will deliver me somehow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that goes, you know, women in the church, you know, sisters, I feel for you when men aren't leading in the church mm. and you feel that desire, well, we need to just take over. We need to do things. We're going to get things done. And, and maybe they will get things done, you know, but, but the the, the answer is, yeah, you know, wait on the Lord and trust yourself to the Lord. Um, push the men, push the men, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, we, we don't. D- don't become pastors when, <laughs> ladies Ignoring. you know yeah. l- like like pray for the lord to raise up you know and
2: and yeah yeah and pushing doesn't mean nagging either no you doesn't. can push a man to do what he is called to do without using any words you know <laughs> literally by knowing yeah, there, nothing there, there's ways
1: to, to do that <laughs>
2: um so i mean there's wisdom and i'm sure you know there are resources on that um but i want i did wanted to say one thing i didn't want to say some- one mm-hmm. thing though when because constance you had mentioned like you know looking out to see if a man is leading i think there's also like a trap in seeing a man that's like leading and doing all this stuff but he's not teachable right yeah you know so i mean there's yeah. so much when it comes there's to so like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but so
0: anyway I, no, and, I, and i like the verse that you use regarding um You know the the king's heart is in the hands is is in God's hands. Mm -hmm. He can turn it. You know either way. And we know, of course, we use Mm -hmm. that scripture in uh, relation to dealing with our president right mm-hmm. so we're looking at mm-hmm. we're in a time where we have a president who is just not someone that people mm-hmm. could get we some people can but there are some people who just like Having can't. Hard time, yeah. and i shared on instagram the other day that you know like when i when we were in the process of electing a new president i just could not get a, i couldn't get with hillary at all either but i couldn't get with trump like i couldn't i just couldn't mm-hmm. and i was like i don't see it and the lord graced me to have peace about it mm-hmm. um but it was like an hour before the election and i all of a sudden I'm just like you know what this might be all right but at that point it's because I'm trusting in the Lord mm-hmm. so I'm wondering now what advice would you guys give th- to those who may be resisting you know this whole because I feel like that this resistance is in play with um the lack of the the concept of submission in mm-hmm. our yeah. culture Amen. surrounding our government as well
2: mm-hmm. so what are you guys what are your thoughts on that again I say you know it's the same thing with me and my husband. It's a deeper issue. It's submission to the Lord. This is the man that God has ordained to be president mm-hmm. in this time. Mm-hmm. So, how will you glorify the Lord? You know, glorifying the Lord means that you honor him, mm-hmm. even though he, in your eyes, may not be worthy of honor. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. means that you respect him, that you do not, you know, degrade him mm-hmm. because you fear God. And God has God is good, and all that mm-hmm. he does is good. And yeah. he has chosen him for this, for such a time as so this. Time as this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, we need to search our hearts and re- and confess our sin to the Lord yes. and repent. Mm-hmm. If, you know, that is an issue because it's like, God, this is God ordained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether we think it's good, God's ways are not our ways. Yeah. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And so we trust him mm-hmm. as believers. This is not even our home anyway, mm-hmm. If the Lord wants to bring judgment to America through a leader, what does that have to do with us? <laughs> you know, Amen. trust Amen. the Lord. I agree. I totally
0: agree. Trust the Lord. Maybe we're biased because we're all like, yo, hey, I agree. But you know, I do. I agree with that. And Mm -hmm. I think that once I got that peace regarding Trump and I got to see a bigger picture and someone shared a scripture with me, I think it was from first Timothy. I can't remember what it is, but it was um, just basically saying, you know, pray for your leaders that, you know, Mm -hmm. know, things will go well with you, have a peace, you know, peaceful life and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I know that at that time that I had gotten peace about the idea of him being president, that's what was brought to mind for me. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what, this Mm -hmm. can be. You know, uh, not a time for peace, but what I'm saying is that I'm a believer, so no matter what goes down, mm-hmm. the Lord has me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I know there's chaos going, going on around mm-hmm. every you know us, but at the end of the day, we have a peace mm-hmm. that surpasses all understanding. So I love how the scriptures are just kind of like uh,
2: it just all fits together all over the place. So, yeah, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I think about you know, I was reading recently. Oh. I was reading recently a passage that was saying, you know, basically it was Jesus was telling his disciples about the end time and saying all these things will come. And the thing that jumped out to me was the part where he says, but do not be troubled. Yes. Yeah. And then I was mm-hmm. like, that part. right. He always forget that part. Right. Yeah. Like ha- yeah. we are believers, we are not those who are overcome by the world, but we mm-hmm. overcome, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. by what is it? By the blood of
0: the, of the, the, blood of the, word the word lamb. And the- the exactly.
2: Yeah. So it's like yeah. What are we saying to the world about Christ in our fretting? Mm. Jesus commands us to not be troubled. These things must come. It has to happen. So again, it's entrusting ourselves to the Lord and just trusting in his sovereignty and his providence and his holiness and his goodness, you know, and submitting ourselves to our God.
0: Amen. Amen. That's Okay, so now let's talk about submission in the context of culture. We kind of touched on that a little bit earlier when we were talking about feminism and um, our government, but let's get into what's going on with this whole gender identity, LGBT stuff. There's a lot of letters in it now, so, you know. (laughs) But let's talk about that. How do you guys, as far as... And I think you said, you mentioned earlier, Tyrell, about the creative order. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. that simple. How do you feel, like submission or this concept of it or lack thereof has played into the whole gender confusion that we see in our culture now
1: Hmm. Hmm. well i don't maybe this isn't answering your question but um i mean we, we have to ask the question um you know why does the why does the culture today have has such a hard time with submission right because because what is the gender confusion thing about right it's I mean it's one it's 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 a lack of submission to nature <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know a, a guy has a, a certain part and a woman has a certain part and those parts do certain things and that's just natural <laughs> right Logical. Uh, you know and then you know and then what scripture says right it, it's a lack of submission to scripture And so when, I mean, it's, it's rooted in the fall, right? We all have sin. We all have original sin and that is, uh, working itself out today in our culture in this specific way, Mm -hmm. um, with the, the, the L G B A B C D E F G (laughs) agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really a, a lack of submission to, to what God has said, um, at, at the heart of, of sin, we we don't want a God. We don't want mm-hmm. someone who rules over us and tells us what is right and wrong and what to do with our lives, and who has a law and that's against you know our mm-hmm. natural, uh, fleshly nature, right? And so that is being played out in this specific way in this movement.
2: Yeah, I kind of think about you know earlier you mentioned feminism, and. Um when I think of feminism in my mind, I think of it as self-hatred or self-destruction. Mm-hmm. So not only do they does that movement destroy like femininity, but it destroys everything else on in, in its path. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know with the gender confusion, it's you know, I think about the song, you know, anything you can do, I can do better like that yeah. whole like mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, anything that is not feminine, I need to show that I could do that. So it's like we're recreating femininity Mm -hmm. and we're recreating this new thing. And so in order to do that fully, if we follow that path, it's going to lead to gender confusion Mm -hmm. because women are going to now become women men. Mm -hmm. And then men who who are going to be abused by these women men, because it's like, don't you tell me what to do? Mm-hmm. I can do it too, type of thing. So it's like, then they become more passive. I feel like, I feel like we are reaping the fruits of feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's self hatred, in my opinion. And again, we're just watching it destroy everything on its path, including itself. Like it hates, yeah, biblical femininity. You know, mm-hmm. anything that, you know, it's like no if the guy is supposed to be out there with, what do you call that? Is that an ax? The yeah. You cut,
1: the then I'm, yeah, you know, that's sure. going to be
2: what I do, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. The men have failed. We, so we can be just like men.
2: Yeah. And like now, and now 20, 20 years like later, that. we
1: can be men. And right. then, and then, and then after that, well, we can be whatever we want to be.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be able to give birth. Right. You know, it's just crazy. I, it, it's funny because it's like I've noticed a mockery that's going on. Now the Lord has said that the 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 man is elite It's like they're God given. Like that's just the role that men are to play. Mm-hmm. And one thing I find hilarious about the whole the whole transgender movement, I don't know what to call it, transgenderism or whatnot, mm-hmm. is that you have you have femini- <laughs> you have feminism come out and go trans women are women right and so now you have these men these biological men in these spaces as women but they're now dominating these mm-hmm. spaces as right. women so now they're still right. they're still they're, they're still, still ahead doing, yeah. they're, they're still doing <laughs> so it the, still doesn't the same matter, thing even though yeah. everyone's trying to even though they're trying to rebel against it it's like that right. their own folly is is mocking them yeah i find it hilarious mm-hmm. so now they're crying about you know all this hard work i've done as a female basketball yeah, right. player exactly. whatever it's gonna be you know
1: and, and it hurts women yeah it, and it hurts yeah. women and and it proves that men and women are different
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. like you can't get around that yeah a lot yeah. of uh, it seems like some feminists i don't want to say a lot but it seems like some feminists um are now beginning to wake up Mm -hmm. to that reality and I saw something with the Heritage Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a a talk about maybe a month ago where there was a young lady, she's a she's out of Baltimore, she's a lesbian and she was having issues with the fact that uh, some people she she was she had all these major roles and jobs and things like Mm that. and. Someone who identifies as a trans person, I don't know if they were a trans woman or trans male, but they took something that she said to be offensive. And so now she's losing her job, she's mm. losing her rank, she's losing her identity in terms of um, her profession. And she, you know, she's doing this talk during the Heritage Foundation and she's crying and she's just like, why do they, why can't they just see, you know, that they can't be what they say they are? And I'm looking like, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just yeah. interesting to see how all of this is playing full circle, and mm-hmm. and it goes back to what you were saying earlier about how you, you were talking about Jesus has said, you know, take heart, I have overcome the mm-hmm. world, and you know, you know, you mm-hmm. have peace because that's looking at this is what made me go, you know what, I can back off of this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, before especially with truth, truth and fire, I'm like, look at what they're. Sure. Mm-hmm. but it's like you know what? Yeah. No, they're gonna eat each other alive. Yeah, and I'm just gonna stay back here and I'm the, just gonna focus on sharing the gospel yeah. and sharing mm-hmm. the truth of the Lord. I don't have to right. get involved in the political mm-hmm. aspect of it because they're just gonna. Yeah,
1: their system it doesn't work. Yeah, it, it's going to fail.
0: Yeah, they're dividing <laughs> <in> themselves. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you,
1: you have you have women who 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 want to kill their babies and 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 throw that on everybody else. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Humanity fails if that is your yeah. Like, <laughs> if that's right, your worldview, Right, exactly. You know, so. we we Christians can sit over here and keep having babies and I love it it takes
0: me back to the piece I did on um, when, when same sex marriage was uh uh I guess, root legal, I guess, if you will. I don't know. And was it 2015? And one of the things I said in the piece, and a few people, you know, may have disagreed, but um, the thing I said in the piece is that, you know, at the end of the day, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar. Amen. Let yeah. them have their stuff. But mm-hmm. there's another line in that verse, you know, or maybe it's, you know, but there's yeah. another line that says, and render unto God that which is God's. And yeah. we belong to the Lord. Ultimately, everything is the Lord's, mm-hmm. but we are the people of God. So all we need to do is focus on what we're supposed to be doing and, you know, all the other. Craziness they have going on, trying to you know fight against them having the right to marry. Which I am not saying that we should not uh, try to protect the sanctity of marriage and definition of marriage. What I'm saying is, spending all your time trying to undo something that the wicked have decided that they want, and if the Lord Himself gives people over to their sin, and that you know if they want to be reprobate, then you know what, mm-hmm. you're gonna take your wooden nickel and you know you're you're, you're take your stuff and we're going to go over here and do what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. in the Lord.
2: Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's so interesting, you know, just, I feel like it's always shocking when you see the fruit of the culture, but if we look at scripture, it already told us this was going to happen. Like, I think again, cause you said this earlier, Tyrell, Genesis, what was the curse for the woman, mm-hmm. you know? like uh, that's feminism right there be
1: for her. yeah that's that's where it started
2: mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. and so it's like we're just seeing the fruit of the daughters of Eve like if that mm-hmm. continues this is what it looks like mm-hmm. women will want to be men mm-hmm. and when that happens there is confusion mm-hmm. because men are acting like Adam mm-hmm. in the moment that he you know did not they're passive mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and so yeah. but praise the Lord for salvation <laughs> Thank God. you know because I feel like God. I have to fight I mean we're talking you know about femi- feminism in such a poor light but I feel like that's something I have to fight in my own heart yep. you know what I mean yep. like yep. you know and so because, praise God because at the end of
0: the day I mean maybe the way it started may have had some merit regarding just the most basic thing of mm-hmm. okay treat me as a with some dignity don't sure. just treat me as someone yeah, like yeah. a second class citizen mm-hmm. but it gets to the point where yeah. now the, the bully become the bullies When it got when I began to mm-hmm. notice that maybe somewhere around Maybe 2013, 14. When mm-hmm. I began to see that, I was like, I- I'm gonna go ahead and back off. Like, I yeah. don't know, this is crazy. Now you're telling me that I can't wear pink because, like, it, when it gets to the point where also they're turning on women, oh, you're right? And yeah. they're telling you, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you're a homemaker, right? And they're telling you that you must to be a woman, oh, to be strong. Mm-hmm. You I saw so quote recently. I think that's yeah. like, yes. that's whack. Mm-hmm. Like, no, if that's if you're telling people that you, women have the choice. To do whatever they want, and then how do you turn around and tell women who are doing what they want that they're doing it right. wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, so it I reveals that
1: of, they have. There's another. Oh, yeah. more
0: nefarious agenda there. Okay, well, let's talk about um, you know the role of submission. I wanted to talk to you guys about the, the how do we see submission at play in the Godhead. I want to get into the, the gospel connection, but mm. how do we see submission at play in the Godhead? Yeah,
1: that's deep. Um, yeah, so so we. We do see it, right? Um, we see uh, we're, we're going through the Book of John um, mm-hmm. at our church, and 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 we see uh, Christ's his own submission to the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it when He's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, it's it's you know, Lord, would You take this cup away from me? But nevertheless, Your will be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Father's will be done. So we see Christ fully, completely submitted. To the Father in a way that that nobody else is is submitted. He, he perfectly submitted to the Father, mm-hmm. so um, I, I think that's a, an obvious way we see that. Um, we also see um, the work of the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the Scriptures, the Holy Spirit isn't isn't making a name for Himself, so to speak, but He is He is He is pointing to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Holy Spirit's work is, is really to just put just christ on display um and so um i think those are are two uh Mm -hmm. two obvious examples i think that come to mind um when we talk about submission um in john 12 uh marie just Pass, pass the phone on, This is, this is my wife counseling
0: me. Um, yeah,
1: John 12, uh, verse 40, 49. It says, for I have... This is Jesus speaking. It says, for I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. I mean, just look at that. Mm-hmm. I mean... And, and and just look at that. I mean, what does that mean for us as Christians? If, if Christ mm. is uh, submitted to the Father in this way, mm-hmm. what is it for us to submit to any authority figure in our own lives, and and even and to the Lord, yeah, <laughs> or and even to be mm-hmm. uh, in submission to our our brothers in Christ, or even to be in submission to, and this is going to sound weird, but even to be in submission. To evil forces, mm-hmm. because Christ was—he submitted himself to evil. Mm-hmm. That's, that sounds crazy.
0: But, <laughs> Marie- but that, but but but
1: that—that that is what happened in the gospel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he,
1: he came. He came. Became obedient to death. Uh
0: huh. Uh-huh.
1: Right. That's what it says. Right. Yeah.
0: So I. So I uh-huh. guess putting it, bring it, just like with the whole situation with, like, for example you know, with President Trump being in office Mm -hmm. or with a a a boss with a nasty attitude or Mm -hmm. a husband who's not wise or something like that, you're still Mm -hmm. submitting to them but because you're entrusting yourself ultimately. Right to yeah, the yeah. Lord and you know that the Lord will deliver you. The word tells us that, you know, no matter what, if we're, if we're, if the people of God are in trouble, the Lord will deliver us out of it. Yeah. Um. And, you know, of course, when we get to that point where we're persecuted mm-hmm. unto death, you know, yeah. even then there's a deliverance there because right. when we pass on, we're going straight, you know, to, yeah. you know, it, the present in the presence of the Lord. So I just feel like, you know, I don't know.
1: And, and consider it was the father's plan mm-hmm. for Christ. To die. Mm -hmm. This was the Father's plan.
0: Mm -hmm. And he submitted himself. And and Christ uh, submitted to that. Oh, Jesus is so amazing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, with that being said, let's talk about I think we kinda already have um the gospel connection to submission.
1: Yeah, so I would um I would read uh Philippians two. I think we we see that here. Um It's starting in verse 5 in Philippians 2. It says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Um, that's the gospel, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's our connection. What is it? What does submission look like for us? So, you know, that that's going to carry its, its own way in different contexts. When my wife submits to me, she's submitted, submitting to me as Lord, as the scriptures say, It, it makes this comparison to, uh, the church submitting to Christ mm-hmm. and it says that the wife is actually to submit to her husband the same way that Christ, that the church submits to Christ mm-hmm. in everything mm-hmm. um uh, that 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 will really just really send a sword through a lot of women I mean Christ the, the church to Christ the wife to her husband that's mm-hmm. how you to submit to your husband and then and then when we talk about mm-hmm. a husband's submission to his wife what that means is well ephesians 5 tells us how I'm to submit to my wife it tells me I'm to love her as Christ loved the church what did Christ do he died for the church that's how I submit to my wife I died I die to myself I die for her and so that that so that's the gospel right that's how we that's how we are to understand submission um as Christians it's it's what Jesus did in the gospel right and that's how we that's how we love everybody else we, we die
0: hey <laughs> I, I, I think that's that's said that's what I that's what I, um, I think that's the end of my questions I don't have anything else um, yeah I don't have anything else mm-hmm. anything else I probably would say I can just put it at the beginning before the interview but I'm it's a very good interview guys thank you very much I appreciate your time
1: praise the lord thanks, um, for, thanks for having us of
0: course of course well on that note it's a wrap Truth and Fire, the podcast, has been brought to you by TruthandFire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, let us know. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at VeriteFu. That's V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We hope you'll join us next time.